0: Welcome to the Sick and Successful podcast, hosted by Shalinda Kirby, a cervical cancer survivor, and Natalie Supes, a Crohn's warrior since 2007. Our goal is to give you proof that it's not only possible to be sick and successful, but it's possible for you. Dream big and tune in. You can also follow us on Instagram at sickandsuccessful underscore. Here are your hosts. Hello, happy new year. It feels weird to say that because it's like January's almost over. It's crazy. <laughs>
1: 2020, clear vision. <laughs> I know. I, I like that. I don't think I've ever heard that yet. No, oh, no. I'm hearing it everywhere. Weird. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so I, I feel like this is kind of the month to reflect on things that you want to do going forward mm-hmm. in the year. And I happen to come across this article that I was inspired by, and it's, like, things that you should give up if you want to be successful. And they're not necessarily things uh, for success in terms of someone with a sickness, but we add that perspective. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think it's, it's an awesome article because so many people talk about what you need to do to be successful, or, like, what you need to add, or what you need to focus on to be successful, but no one talks about, like, giving up the things you have to give up and you do have to give up quite a bit. So
0: yeah. yeah. To make room to grow and yeah. like,
1: yeah, honestly,
0: sometimes you need to leave things in, in the past. So, um, we're going to go over some of the things that we, uh, we can give up starting with giving up on the unhealthy lifestyle. So, you know, the whole take care of your body and mind.
1: hmm Yeah. It's funny. It's, and I think all of these correlate so much with chronic illness, but like chronic illness and being successful, if you're eating chips and pup on a nightly basis and going out for drinks and partying and being 18 again, you're not going to get anywhere. That's going to take up your health, your mind. Yeah. Yeah, They're connected.
0: And I feel like when I eat healthy, I feel healthy, obviously. I mean, it's such a simple concept. Um, but even just like, A 15 minute walk Mm -hmm. can make a huge difference in uh, the way that I feel day to day. And
1: healthy is so subjective too, right? Like what's healthy to me wouldn't be healthy to you because I'm not vegetarian, but I think it really matters that like give up your own unhealthy lifestyle and find your own healthy lifestyle. Yeah. It's not like a, you know, a
0: template Mm -hmm. for for each person. It's not the same thing, right? And it's not like go hard or go home. It's little things each day that you do. Yeah, like that 15-minute walk. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Give up on playing small.
1: Mm.
0: And by this, it's just basically saying that uh, if you never try and take great opportunities or allow your dreams to become realities, you will never unleash your true potential. And the world will never benefit from what you could have achieved. So you're supposed to voice your ideas and not be afraid
1: to fail. I think there's honestly two types of people in the world and like, maybe people don't agree, but there's successful and there's not successful. And I think that's like a mindset. I'm not saying like success means that someone's making millions of dollars or like, whatever. But it if someone feels that they're successful, and someone who doesn't feel they're successful, I think the one who doesn't didn't give up the small mindset.
0: I couldn't relate more to that. I mean, I feel like we can all take away something from what you just said.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to dream big. You have to, you have to have audacious goals where no one else believes in them or else, I mean, you'll just stay in, in whatever you thought was possible. Right. If you don't open up your mind. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, give up your excuses. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) This one is you know, you hear this probably a lot in, in the world of like success, And in order to achieve that, uh, successful people know that they are responsible for their life no matter what their starting point is, what their weaknesses are, and past failures.
1: Yeah, I think that, again, this correlates so much with chronic illness, right? Like, give up on your excuses. How many excuses do we have on why we can't eat healthy, on why we can't do the holistic like path of things, on why we can't get our dreams, on why we can't get a promotion, our literally life is meant to be easy and it's meant to be humans are meant to be happy but we get into our own heads we get our ego and we stop ourselves from that and I think that's the biggest thing like yeah
0: it's like probably the biggest struggle for me sometimes because I fall into like kind of a rut sometimes Mm. with this like with excuses and like I feel like looking at yourself in the mirror and having to like make that decision to stop. Call making yourself those ex- out. Exactly. It's uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Like nobody likes that feeling of recognizing that they're kind of like slacking mm-hmm. in a certain area in their life, whether it is the way that they're eating or, you know, maybe they're not getting enough exercise or maybe they're not showing up to things that they committed to. Um, and just, you know, being in that rut can be such a dark place. It's so true. And to, to take that kind of moment to look in the mirror and say like, okay, come on. Like, who are we kidding here? We both know (laughs) yeah that like, I need to make a change in order
1: for, for me to succeed and move forward and get out of this rut. And even noticing when, like, if you had some good things going and you stopped them and you have all these excuses on, you know, X, Y, and Z, like for me recently, I've been noticing that I'm like a little bit more judgmental and a little bit more negative. And typically For the last couple of years, when I've been focusing on my personal development, I wasn't like that. And then I took a step back, gave up my excuses on being tired, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, huh, I stopped doing my gratitude list every morning. And I haven't listened to a podcast in weeks. Like, those are two things that kept me going forever. And Mm -hmm. then I stopped doing them for, you know, I'm too busy in the mornings. I'm too tired, whatever. And I, you know, give up on the excuses or you won't have the life you want to have. You won't be successful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you have to own your life or because nobody else will. Exactly. Give up believing in the magic bullet is, is basically what this says. And what they mean by that is, like, overnight success is a myth. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of us, like, would love to be successful with something, like, overnight. Isn't and not that have how to we're kind of brought
1: war. up? That, like, oh, that person's so lucky that they're famous and, like, oh, that person in your family just got, like, the lucky – and and you grow up thinking, like, man, people who are famous or rich or whatever, whatever you see as successful just got lucky. Obviously, that's bullshit. But yeah. we have to change the way we think. And that's the thing is, like,
0: they don't really see – or, like, we don't really see the work that goes into no? a career like that, yeah. the behind the scenes. Like, and, and, yes, there is that one percentage <laughs> of people in the world that – you know, yeah. do have that the stroke of luck, <laughs> right. Where, you know, they have the resources to be mm-hmm. successful because they have financial success or whatever already and, and whatever opportunities mm-hmm. have presented themselves, have made the, the, those people successful. But for the rest of us, <laughs> the rest of the 99, hard. yeah, exactly. We are.
1: Yeah. And, and, yeah. and if you
0: don't put in the work, you're not going to get the results. Yeah.
1: It's like Gary V. I don't know if you... Do you know who Gary V. is? No. No? Okay. He's like this big guru on Instagram and like he's a big entrepreneur mm-hmm. and he hustled from like the moment, I don't know his exact story, but like he worked so, so hard and now people are like, oh, you're so lucky. But it was years and years of like just pure determination, pure hustle. And we don't see that. And that's actually something I struggle with a lot and just thinking like, oh, I'm never going to make like this goal or that's not possible or... You know, I'm, I'm very stuck in the here and now, even though I'll set big audacious goals, it'll, they'll feel impossible. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think we just have to keep remembering that a small step every day is a small step forward versus just wishing and hoping that you're, you're going to achieve your dreams, but not doing anything.
0: Well, and everybody loves the story of someone who worked their ass off to get to where they are. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, that's something that I admire about most successful people that I look up to is because they started at the bottom yeah, like Oprah. way to the top. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Great example. Seriously, though. like, And for me in my industry, like in, in the radio broadcasting industry, it's like I admire the the people that have done their stints in small little towns <sighs> all over Like Canada. you. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, moved around to build their name in yeah. those markets and then get an opportunity to, to make it big. But, um, yeah, I, I like that. I like that kind of story.
1: Yeah, I love that so much.
0: Give up your perfectionism. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing will ever be perfect
1: no matter how much we try. Perfectionism is so easy to get caught up in. Yep. And when I do public talks and I talk about like things that stop people from being authentic on social media, the first thing I say is if you're releasing something in business and it's perfect, you're too late. Because there's 10 other people that didn't have as much education or as much experience or whatever than you, but they released when something wasn't fully 100% perfect and they've got all the business. So like, this is something that you know, you know that I'm like this all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'll be creating our logo or something and I'll sit there for three hours and I'll be like, it sucks. It's not perfect. And then I have to remind myself like, yes, but what does someone else think who just sees this? And also like, what is perfect?
0: That's it. Everybody has a different definition to what perfect is. That's why I don't get caught up in perfectionism because- um, I just kind of like, feel like it's a goal that's unobtainable Yeah,
1: because of what is it? So
0: true. You know, like, like what, what yeah. level
1: of perfection? like what, what are you striving for? Yeah. When I've been most successful in my IBD coaching business with programs or one-on-one coaching was when I launched something before it was even created. Like before anything was created, I had the idea and I launched it for those of you that have been in IBD Break Free Academy. It's changed so many women's lives. Like I've seen recently, some girls are like lost tons of weight, are in better relationships. They're on no medication for Crohn's anymore. That program was not created. There was not one module, nothing, only the idea was there when I launched it and when I sold out. But other programs that I thought about forever and like thought all these details, I didn't even end up launching because I overthought and those didn't help anyone. So yeah, perfectionism. No. (laughs) And that's the thing is like, I think we all have this like roadmap in
0: our heads on how we're going to achieve what we would consider success in our own minds. And like, if we don't do the A, B, and C, then are we really successful? Mm -hmm. But you know, like that, that's just setting yourself up for disappointment. I think just enjoy the process of it and like strive to just be the best version of yourself that you can be and be authentic.
1: Make a goal and do it like literally go do it tomorrow. That's how this podcast started. We went for lunch and the next week we were recording. It was so crazy. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, you
0: were a huge, you know, uh, part of that just saying like, you know, let's just do it. What, huh? what, what we have nothing to lose. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like <laughs> the
1: little voice of anxiety in the back of my head's like, well, what if, <laughs> but you know, it all worked out. Yeah. So yeah. So this is my little push to you. If you have something that you've been putting on the back burner, do it next week and send us a screenshot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love
1: it. Okay. So give up your need to control everything
0: is the next bullet point. And I think this is a very important one. And I think that we kind of just touched on how mm-hmm. that ties into perfectionism as well. Right?
1: Yeah. Control is a big one, especially like if you come, I don't know, like it's tough because, with business, you never know what's going to happen, right? With success, you never know what's going to happen. So like you you dream, you have audacious goals, you put in all this work, you jump in, you take messy action and then shit blows up and yeah. that's going to happen. Like the thing about being an entrepreneur, about being successful is everyone thinks like, oh, you get to work from home and you make your own hours and your own money. <laughs> yeah, except it's going to blow up. You're going to have to manage people. You're going to have to fire people. You're going to have to deal with people's disappointment, like there's, you, you let go of so much control by being an entrepreneur that people don't see. Yeah. But by knowing that you're doing your life's purpose or you're doing something that lights you up and, and letting go of that control, that's like, that's where magic happens, I think. Well, and I've
0: always lived by the saying that, uh, the only thing that you can control is your attitude towards mm, something. And I, love I like that. that because I feel like that just is a reminder for us that we are in control of how yeah. we react to something and how we also, you know, feel about something. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I think a lot can be said in that. Totally.
1: Like you think about driving, right? Like you can control, you can't control the traffic. <laughs> I came here during rush hour. Like I couldn't control that, but what I could control was my mindset by turning on a podcast or changing the music and having verses, if my husband was listening, but I don't think he is. He like gets so angry on his ride home from work and, you know, gets home frustrated and upset because the people drove like whatever, whatever. Well, I was on the same road and I had a great drive because yeah. I learned and I personal developed.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's totally in the, in the way that you handle exactly. yourself. And like those types of people that do get angry, if you noticed, because we've all been there after that, like it's just one thing after another for that yeah. day. And even sometimes it can extend into a week and you can get into that whole mindset for a month because you're just allowing yourself to take on that Mm -hmm. attitude that, you know, woe is me or like, I'm angry about something or I'm not being successful. Like, why is this working? Mm -hmm. Doubt,
1: self doubt. Yeah. Yeah. It all creeps in the same with when you're diagnosed with something, right? You have an option. You can't control the disease, but you can control how you're going to deal with it. Absolutely. And that's, yeah, that's so true with sickness. Mm -hmm. Uh, Give
0: up on saying yes to things that don't support your goals.
1: Saying no to others is saying yes to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, I think I have a sticker that says that somewhere. Like, that is such a cliche saying, but so true. Something that you learn real quick when you're sick with a chronic illness, but something that's so important if you want to be successful yeah, because successful people
0: know that in order to accomplish their goals, they have to say no to certain tasks uh, and, and demands from friends, from family, mm-hmm. from work, from,
1: uh, you know, short-term sacrifices to long-term sacrifices. Yeah. yeah, some things that might seem fun but aren't going to get you anywhere or the opposite. Yeah, it's tough. You have to kind of learn to be decisive and and make priorities and stick to them and, and say yes to yourself and know, like, if you're feeling burnout that saying no to something that might be a great opportunity right now in this moment mm-hmm. might need, you might need to say no to it so that you can show up better for your clients or show up better for your business. And you, yeah, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it really is. Like I've had to
0: to do that before where I've had to say, listen, like I need sleep because I get up so early for work mm-hmm. in the morning that like, you know, 2 45 AM to a normal person it's like, Whoa. But to me, it's like, you know, that's, that's where my day starts. And so like, if something's going till 1030, I have to ask myself, is it worth, like, does it add value to what I need to go forward in my life? And does it add to my success goals and things like that? Yeah. And if the answer is no, um, you know, this is something that is kind of, and I hate to use the word disposable, but it's, it's more or less like, you know, sleep is more important in this situation because that will add to, My personal growth.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Give up on the toxic people. Mm, This is funny. I feel like I have a quote for everyone you say, but (laughs) you're the sum of the five people you hang out with. And I learned this so quickly. It wasn't until I changed the people that, not changed the people who are around me, because I've always had great friends surrounding me, but it wasn't until I surrounded myself with more entrepreneurs or women and found that community here in Winnipeg of people who had dreams and aspirations and I didn't feel like I was the only one and I had someone to turn to when I was self-doubt or whatever, that's when I actually started a business and started flourishing in it because you are the sum of the five people you hang out with. And if those five people are smoking weed every day but not doing anything with their life or, you know, like cussing and angry and mad in traffic and, like, going out for drinks every night, how are you going to find time to be successful? Mm -hmm, totally and I also don't like
0: surrounding myself with people uh, who talk about others gossip yeah Yeah. that one's a big one and I remember someone telling me one day like you know do this experiment where when when one woman at a table of your friends gets up and goes to the washroom and they if if people in that group of friends starts talking about that Mm -hmm. person that says a lot about the type of people that you're surrounding yourself with. I always pay attention to how other people talk about other people because that's how they'll talk about yep. me and themselves, Yeah, you know? And so I, I did like a whole clay. Well, I got lucky because like when I moved to Winnipeg, um, I got a chance to basically just mm-hmm. start fresh. Right. And, uh, which has got its negatives and positives with, you know, your yeah, support circle, story right? About for
1: sure. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: um, I kind of got a chance to like pick and choose the type of people that I really wanted to have in my life now that I was in a new city and had a new job Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And it was very hard because I didn't want to just spend time with people for the sake of spending time with people, because it can be very lonely when you're in that situation. Um, And I did, I spent time with people that complained a lot, were very negative. Um, you know, instead of enjoying life, they always would find something to be upset about and like it would really wear on me. Like my yeah. I'm my mood is heavily affected by other people around me and I noticed that. Yeah. And then um I just shifted it and got rid of those people and and I it was crazy. Like my mindset was just like night and day. Yeah. I instantly felt happier, more driven, more inspired uh, because I would hang out with people like yourself, Natalie. Mm-hmm. Like I we would start getting together for our tribe meetings, like our book club and stuff like that. We would, you know, be a yeah. part of the Everybody campaign together. So I met girls that were also very driven and motivated and stood for good quality. Mm-hmm things that were successful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I, I feel like sometimes you have to do a purge and it's hard. It's hard, especially when we're older. Yeah. It's like you have to break up with a friend, yeah, literally like and an actual
1: breakup. But at yeah. the same
0: time, like I, I was just very blunt with those people in my life at that point. I just said like it, it's nothing personal. It's mm-hmm. just a choice that I have to make in order for me to feel better about me, where I'm going in my yeah. life. And, like, you know, ultimately I just reminded myself that if they felt any negative feelings about that situation, me ending things, Mm -hmm. it was their time to reevaluate Yeah, something they had to work on. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely.
1: So I think, yeah, it's a hard thing to do as an adult. It is. Especially because finding friends is hard, too. Yes. Yeah. When I moved to Alberta, I moved to a small town. And I went, like months in I had no friends really I was just working it was hard it's hard to find friends in a small town never mind in general but yeah um I got invited to this ladies night and there was like I hope none of them are listening but I guess whatever there was like 15 women there or something like that and I noticed that literally any time one of them got up and went to the bathroom they would all talk about her and not in a good way anytime and it wasn't just one it was like the first time I was like oh maybe she's the one that they don't like very much or whatever right?" right but then like two, three, four. And then I was like, I don't want to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause I'm you know, that the topic of you yeah. know, conversation. Yeah. So I definitely never hung out with them again, but that's when I learned really quickly. It's hard to find friends. That being said, if you want to be successful, find friends that are successful, like start a tribe book club. Um, yes. Lori Harder's book, a tribe called bliss. You guys can look that up. It's a great way to start, um, find something in Winnipeg. We have something called a hustle and charm. It's a, it's a community for women entrepreneurs. We're actually going to an event tonight. There's, there's events everywhere. And like, even if you're in a small town, I'm sure you could find something or drive to a little bit bigger town, but just, just put yourself in situations where the people you want to surround yourself are there and say no to the, the old ones. And, And that doesn't mean like, you don't have to have a full on conversation and say like, Piece, you're negative yeah yeah like you know
0: but I mean I feel like yes for some people you can be honest and have that conversation and for
1: some you can just like not exactly. hang out Exactly.
0: <laughs> honestly just you don't owe anybody any explanation yeah. as to why you want to grow in your life yeah or why you're busy <laughs> exactly yeah absolutely all right give up your need to be liked
1: mm. I can
0: relate to this so very much working in the media because yeah. I feel like when I first got into this industry um, as a public figure, you want to be liked, right? You want people to enjoy t- tuning into your show and liking everything that you bring to the table, the, the sound of your voice, things like that. And then, um, when I was working in Medicine Hat, Alberta, I, uh, went through a, a point of my career where, uh, there was like a Facebook page called like Medicine Hat Confessions oh my goodness. and people could just post like anonymous things on this page about, Uh, people in the community like in the in the city and like the city is like 70,000 people so it's like a a close city right everybody kind of knows everybody and being you know on the radio there like I was a target and Uh. like the things that were being said about me were very harsh and they never stopped like you know, this one over the period of seven years that I worked uh, there, right? Like, and it would just, I have to read things like that. There used to be a column in the newspaper,
1: like oh in the goodness. town. That's that was what called, I was saying like, like, about small towns. Like, yeah, like, right? It's <laughs> <It's>
0: like, <laughs> and this like, stuff doesn't happen in cities, I feel like. Right. And so, but having this experience was very valuable for mm-hmm. me because I realized that, I will not please everybody. Yeah. I will not be everyone's slice of cake. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's okay. And that's okay. I used to be so caught up in like, why don't people like me? And like, <laughs> if, if somebody wrote one negative thing on Facebook about me, it would yeah. affect my entire like day, if not week. And I would make excuses for feeling down and low mm-hmm. about it. And then I realized, you know, later on in life when I moved to Winnipeg and really became successful I feel like I I learned from that experience because it it made me grow as a person knowing
1: that, yeah, not everybody likes me and that's okay. And that's something tough to get over it too, right? Because like you live in this body, you live in in your personality and you can't change it. So when someone says like, you're too bossy, that's something I always got. Or like, you're too much. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I need to change that. But no, those are the things that are going to make you successful. That's what will make you, you is usually the things people don't like. Yeah, and the only thing that you can do
0: is remain authentic to yourself and, you know, every day try to improve on a little bit, right? And know that the growing number of haters means that you're doing an important it's thing. so <laughs>
1: true. Right? It's so true. I actually got so excited when I got my first hate comment on uh, YouTube. I've never had... It's. I think it's a lot about the chronic illness community. I've never had really any hate on my Instagram. Knock on wood. Um, <laughs> no one's really, like... No one's really hurt me on my Instagram. Right. But I posted a few YouTube videos, one about how I gained weight from Humira. And this guy left, I swear, like two pages of comment on like, I don't know. I didn't read most of it for my own mental health. But like the beginning was just like, just ripping into me like about everything. And at first I was like, oh man, this hurts. And then I was like, wait a second. I've had like 300 people reach out to me. Say that this changed their lives, that they feel better, that they know that it's not just them, blah, blah, blah. And then I was just like, heck yeah, I'm making it. If the haters are seeing it, then like, you know, you're doing something right. (laughs) In a situation like that, you
0: kind of just have to ask yourself, like, these people are clearly not happy with themselves. Yeah. Because they're taking the time to voice anger and hate towards you for being successful Mm -hmm. and, and doing something. Yeah. And last but not least, number 10, give up your dependency on things like social media and TV. Mm -hmm. I feel like, uh, you know, you kind of get caught up in an escape from your life and your goals with those types of things. It's
1: easy to fall down that dark hole, especially again when you're sick. Because, like, if you're feeling down, what's easier than Netflix and chill? (laughs) Seriously. That's what a lot of people just do. just numb yourself, they, turn, right? they turn to something that they can just shut off their brain yeah. from. And that's not bad for like an hour at the end of your hard day, right? But if, like when I got sick, I remember I had all these crazy goals and we were living in that one bedroom apartment and I would watch daytime TV all day and then nighttime news and then whatever at night when my husband came home. But then I would wonder why I wasn't making it. Yeah. You know? you And now we don't even have cable. We have Netflix, and yes, I'll overdo it sometimes. <laughs> and I really enjoy watching prison YouTube for some reason.
0: <laughs> Everybody has their vices. Right? Yeah.
1: But you need to find a balance and you need to give up on the things that, that end up taking up so much of your time. Like, a lot of the really, really like big successful people don't even watch TV at all. Like, I couldn't get there yet. But <laughs> yeah, no. I, I
0: mean, for my job, I kind of have to know what's going on in the world that yeah. way. But, like, for me, I set, uh, I'm really bad with social media. Like, it, oh, man. Mm. I can dive in and like, before I know it, four hours have gone by and what have I done? I've literally watched, you know, how-to videos on on how to make the perfect lasagna. And then also, uh, oh, this cute cat uh, was, you know, adopted. And I've been
1: crying at so
0: many of those videos lately. (laughs) Like, it's just such a, it's such an easy place to get consumed by content. And before you know it, you've wasted you know, time that you could be developing something, you know, useful in your life. And so I've set timers on my phone. Like a lot of my apps, uh, social media apps have like a screen timer. Oh, that's cool. So it reminds me like you've reached your capacity (laughs) of whatever. And I usually go over it like every day, but I try to stay within that, you know, Mm -hmm. marker so that I don't get overwhelmed. Cause I, I find too that like on the days that I do consume too much social media, um, the, and I try, to, I try to keep my content, you know, stuff yeah. that's inspiring and driven and, you know, motivating, but it's easy on social media to get... comparison items. Exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it can be a very dark place to, to dive into yeah. sometimes. So I'm happy that I, I kind of take breaks from it.
1: Yeah. I think um, a good thing is time blocking. So like if you are a stay-at-home mom or if you work a job and you have your side hustle... Finding times that you say like, this is just for my business. This is just to become successful. And then after that, I can do whatever. And that way you're not feeling deprived of whatever you like to do. Um, But you're still, you're still getting your shit done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Another thing about social media too is that, I always hear, I've heard from different places that you should, if you want like a social media business or if you're creating content to, for your own business, you should be creating double the amount of content that you consume. That would be tough, <laughs> but, or you should spend double the amount of time creating content than how much you're consuming, which is it's something to think about, right? Yeah. Like how much would we create? How much would we, you know, put out there and help people with if we just took the time, took the time. You know,
0: that's something interesting because, oh man, I always go on social media with the intent to get inspired to create content and then... Does the opposite. Exactly. (laughs) Like, how does that work, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So at the end of every episode, we either ask our guests to tell us what success means to them or we read one of your guys' definitions of success. So I'm just going to pick a random one here from our launch party and I'm going to read it to you guys. So what does success mean to this person anonymous is it's a few things number 1 to have a goal number 2 to learn lots about that goal and number 3 to work hard for what you chose a three step process yeah.
0: i like it it's breaking cool. it down pretty cool yeah do all the hard work
1: and then you become successful yeah <laughs>
0: And that's the thing is like, I love going through uh, those entries that we got because what success means to one person means something completely different to another person. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We would love if you guys took a screenshot of this episode and posted it on IG and tagged us at sick and successful and tell us what success means to you. And then we can read it out on our next episode. If you guys could do us a huge favor If you know anything about podcasts, you know that iTunes reviews mean the world. And I don't think either of us have an iPhone. So that's why we probably haven't talked about the iTunes reviews much. (laughs) But in podcast world, iTunes reviews mean the world. And I know a lot of you guys listen to this podcast on iTunes. So if you do, if you can leave us a five-star rating, a five-star review, that would mean so much to us. It's a little gift. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.
0: Thanks so much for listening. If you like our show and want to know more, follow us on Instagram at sickandsuccessful underscore. Join us next week for an all new episode.